In this extra credit episode, we'll talk about choosing thoughts that serve you. Before we start, I want to explain that this is most likely way different than the typical growth mindset sentence starters that we're all pretty familiar with as educators, or thought swapping one naughty sentence such as, I'm no good at math, to I'm getting better at math. Just FYI, I'm here to tell you that if the feeling behind a new growth mindset statement isn't there, the useful actions like studying math to get better likely won't be there either. (laughs) Spoiler, the feeling will promote sustainable actions, not the other way around. In other words, the actions will not create the feelings. The feelings will create the actions. And that's the work that I'm here to coach you through. Finding thoughts that will make you feel like taking action. So if you have some growth mindset sentence starters that you've come to love, don't do away with these because they could help you take this work even deeper. So choosing thoughts that serve you isn't as easy as finding a workbook with a handful of one size fits all statements. This is more about how specific thoughts feel to you. When we think of the model, which is the main mindset tool that I use for coaching clients and for myself, we know that circumstances are present in life and they are factual and neutral. If you need more of an explanation on that, go back to uh, episode three and have a listen. Circumstances will cause our brains to make meaning of them through our background knowledge, schema, and language. As teachers, we understand this kind of lingo and as much as we can apply it to ourselves, we can apply it to our students because they have human brains too. Our background knowledge, schema, and language will all come together in our cognitive process and form thoughts about the circumstances. In this extra credit episode, we'll talk about finding thoughts that serve us. And when I say that, I mean that the chosen thought itself is leading to a feeling that you want and like in that moment. The feeling needs to be authentic and real. And when you feel it, it'll feel right for the circumstance. But first, we must uncover what's going on in your mind at the present moment with some open-ended questions that will help you find thoughts and beliefs that you are using as your operating manual. You may not know what these thoughts are until you hear the question, write them down, and read over them. Remember, a thought is what we are making up about the facts. Brene Brown's sentence starter about personal thoughts is, The story I'm making up is, this is an immediate reminder that we as humans are constantly making up stories to bring meaning and definition to our lives. Circumstances happen and our brains go to work. Oftentimes we don't pause to question any of it as adults and we're bringing undue suffering to ourselves with our thinking. One of the strongest examples I can think of for educators are about students who may be failing or not meeting the mark, not meeting benchmark, not meeting progress monitoring. Now, I know that I have created imaginary stories about the future of students if they don't pass the STAR test or the Reading 3D or the DRA while they're in like on my roster. And oddly enough, as these students have grown up and become friends of mine on Facebook, because a lot of them are in college now, they are showing me daily how well they are doing and how they are creating their own lives. It's kind of cool to see 
how my past thinking was kind of doomsday because they were failing star. And that still didn't define their futures. Thank goodness, right? Now I know that the reason I felt badly for them as they failed was because of the thoughts I chose to think about those students, not because of them failing. That was just a circumstance in my model. And I chose doomed today thoughts about it. So I'm about to share with you some of the most raw thoughts that I could, that I was choosing to think when I was a teacher of record. And this is part of my exercise in 2021 of being vulnerable. And because I know the more vulnerable I can be and share it, the more people I will be speaking to who also want to improve. So here it is. In the past, I would think the shittiest thoughts about students like, they're never going to get anywhere. They're just going to keep repeating the same cycle. How sad. They're going to be pregnant before they get out of high school. I'm not sure what will happen with that one. And on and on. And I do feel some, you know, shame when I bring these up. So, but I know that this will help. So that's why I'm doing this. I would also commiserate with colleagues about the future of a failing student. Um, I would never see the silver lining as a possibility for students. And I would almost just leave the positive outcome up to chance by thinking something like, well, who knows, maybe they'll win the lottery. So now that I have seriously gone to work on managing my thoughts, I have thoughts that serve me so much more, such as all students are on the path that they're supposed to be on. And I'm just one person in a long line of supporters that are helping this student. Or I'm doing as much as I can for this student within my capacity to help them grow. I also like to say leaps and bounds for one student will look entirely different for another student. And that is okay. Or I help students daily and I remind myself of the full impact of my work all the time. Or each student has their own form of greatness. I might be one of the teachers with the privilege of experiencing it. And one of the ones that I have to remind myself, especially in my times of stress, all of my students are 100% worthy and lovable right now. So let's see what's in your brain. Get your paper and pencil ready. Also, feel free to pause the podcast to write down the questions and your responses. Plus, if you'd like the free worth sheet, because in in uh, Teacher Mindset Coach, we don't do worksheets. We have worth sheets. <laughs> Go to www.teachermindsetcoach.com forward slash ECE4 to save the PDF and print it out. So take your time with this and go at your own pace. I'm a person who likes to answer all the questions all at once. You might like to take one or two questions per day or per week. Just like any other student, I believe that you are on your own perfectly timed pathway to learning a new skill in managing your mind. Don't judge yourself just right. So let's start. Thought finder number one. What do I believe right now about my students? Thought finder number two, what do I believe about the futures of my students or about a few in particular? Thought finder number three, what do I believe right now about myself as a teacher? 
Thought finder number four, what do I believe about my ability to succeed as a teacher? Thought finder number five, what are my thoughts about my coworkers? Thought finder number six, what are my thoughts about my campus? Thought finder number seven, what are my personal goals as a teacher? Thought finder number eight, what's in my way of reaching those goals? Thought finder number nine, what beliefs have held me back from reaching my goals? Thought finder number 10, what beliefs are helping me reach my goals? All right, this is where I leave you today. Thank you for doing this work. You are on your way to better mind management. Email me at coachwithwolf, W-O-L-F-E at gmail.com. And I would love to chat with you about what you have found for your thoughts that's going on in your mind. All right, see you next time. If you got something out of today's show, I invite you to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. I'd also love to see you in the Teacher Mindset Coach Facebook group so we can nerd out on mindset work as a community of badass teachers. And remember, you can always email me at coachwithwolf, W-O-L-F-E, at gmail.com. Now go be awesome. See you next time.